comes louder. He's one on one with Hemsley, and Hemsley blocks it. Mitchell spins on Childs, and one. Cal up top, Shepard. Shepard was asking for it for three. Watson, and a foul! This is a clinic. This is Aztec basketball. What's good? Aztec Nation. You hear that? Do you hear that sound? It's the hype train. Woo! Oh, yeah. We're excited. We are pumped as the San Diego State Aztecs just bulldoze the number 22 ranked team in the country, the University of California, University of California, Los Angeles Bruins, 73 to 58. Ugh. Take that one. Man, you know what? The Pac-12 is never coming back to San Diego. California. You, your, your best basketball programs have been ducking us for years. And UCLA says, okay, let's play. We'll play them this year without fans. Yeah, you got your heads caved in. You got your absolute noggins mushed, my friends. San Diego State was a three-point home dog in this game. To win outright that big is pretty impressive, man. I tell you, I didn't see it coming. But I'm sure as hell happy that it happened. Right off the jump, the starting lineup. Okay, we did like an hour and a half podcast on our lineups and the roster breakdown. I believe we did not mention this lineup one single time. Not one single time did I think we mention Pulliam, Shackle, Arope, Mitchell. And Mensa. And you know what? I don't think it was the best lineup, which we'll talk about later. But I think that it was a really cool lineup because obviously they wanted to match UCLA size for size. Because we talked about on the previous pod that size was a big deal and, and going to be a big issue for us. And I think that that lineup allowed them to reduce the effects of that size right off the jump. And I think that this team, just because of the way that we play, I think that there are probably a, a there's probably a good chance you're going to see a lot of different starting lineups throughout the season. We'll probably settle on one uh, towards the end of conference play to get ready for the Mountain West tournament and then the NCAA tournament, hopefully. But I think this is that was a really smart lineup by Dutch because it allowed us to negate those those physical effects by putting a rope in the game and starting him with next to Mensa. So yeah, the lineup was very surprising, but a good move in my opinion. So let's go to the things that I just saw right off the bat, okay? And that's just some very obvious physical things with our players. The two biggest is Matt Mitchell continues to just lean out. Uh he looks a little slim, you know, I mean he's a big body dude, he's an athlete. There's no doubt about it, he's a big strong guy. But he just looks lean, he looked a little bit quicker tonight. He still has that you know, extreme lower body strength. So you, it was on full display tonight as well with the box outs and the post-up moves where he can just back his guy down and just puts him in a position where he can be successful. And then the other one was Trey looks a little bigger. 
than last year. It looks like he packed on some muscle, which is really good because when you're going to be the starting point guard for this team and your key asset is you like to drive to the basket, you're going to have to be able to take, you know, some contact and try to finish through contact. And that definitely, definitely, uh, I think, helped him in that show tonight with his um, aggressiveness. He's, I've, I'm really, really happy to see in game one him kind of get over that, that uh, you know, he was a little scared to pull the trigger last year. And I think this year his confidence, he's a high-confidence player. We talked about that. His confidence being high is really going to help him as he moves forward into the season because he's undoubtedly the best ball handler we have, which means he's going to be playing a lot, right? He's going to be playing a lot. Okay, and then some other things that uh, was really, really just you could tell is Mensa looks really good. He looks a little bit quicker. Um, he, you know, was, and he's a little bit more compact. He, I wouldn't say he's lean. He almost looks like he lost a little bit of weight, but also put on muscle. Uh, so he kind of just like toned his body a little bit and he's definitely a little quicker with his post moves and running the floor. He seems to have, you know, picked up that looks like a tick of athleticism and that could go a very, very, very long way. Uh, Kashad is still a freak athlete. That shot that he blocked where he basically just shot up and blocked it, uh, seemed to just go up faster. Like his muscles exploded. His explosiveness was much, much more on that, on that block and, uh, really, really good. And then I think a rope looks healthy. And that's what, and he played fantastic. And that's what healthy a rope can do for us. Okay. Healthy rope is that multi dimensional player. He can play the four, he can play the five. You wish that he could hit a three pointer, but if that, if he gets that, because he had two completely uncontested looks tonight that he missed, if he just hits one of those. Right, that go that as another confidence booster, but that just changes the dynamic of the team essentially, and they they have a chance to go that high low with Mensa and a rope when a rope is at the elbow and has the ball because, uh, or excuse me, when Mensa is at the elbow and has the ball because a rope can just he's really good at sealing his guy to the basket, so he kind of does the quick spin. You saw it on that out of bounds player where he's really quick. He kind of just beats his man to the position that allows him to seal. It's not necessarily a strength or a quickness thing. It's really like a, just a smart basketball play. And then the one really glaring thing in terms of basketball sense that I saw and, and basketball movement, Jordan Shackle jumps a lot less on his three-pointer. It's almost a little set shot now. He... And I think if you go back and look at how he was shooting when he was contributing as a sophomore, as to now two years removed from that, it's a big difference. And it allows him to get that shot off so fast. And his he's got a stroke, man. He he had a really good game tonight. I think that he um, he's such an important player for us because he's one of those, if he, he can score in bunches, he can hit a lot of shots in a row. Uh, and that will allow him to uh, really carry us offensively when we need someone to carry us. Because I think you saw in stretches, it's we as SDSU, we always have this issue where we're going to go a time period where our defense is on fire, but we literally can't throw it in the in the ocean. And that was this was there was a stretch. Shackle hit a shot to kind of break that mold, and that really helped. 
So Shackle was our leading score. Shackle and Mitchell both had 15 points. Uh, a rope had 10. Terrell Gomez has 10. Uh, Trey Pulliam with 8. Mensa with 4. Kashad Johnson with 2. And this goes to our next player that I am I am very excited about. And that's Tamayich. Tamayich is everything that you want in a backup center. He plays hard. He plays good defense, and he can make a shot. And he's a lot bigger than I thought he was going to be. A lot thicker. He's got he's a lot stronger than I thought he was going to be. I thought he was going to be this really lean uh, Nolan Narain elk, and he's not. He's definitely not. He's a like a very thick. He's not very. He's not as athletic, but he can run the floor, and that's really important. And he's got some confidence. He took some jumpers today, like just stepped into them. Full on, I got this. I'm going to hit this shot. And, and that was impressive. And this team last year, if we had somebody who was really, really reliable in the way that Tamayich was this game now, of course, all of this and all of my incredible amount of excitement, you can hear it in my voice. It's one game. UCLA was missing two players that we even previewed on the pod. They're not full strength. The game would look much different if they were there. But you you have to play who's in front of you, right? And we beat UCLA by 15 at home. So I you can't really argue with that. You got to be excited. You got to be excited, right? You win the second first quarter first half by 6 and the second half by 9 and I honestly think that if they wanted to, they could have won by a lot larger margin. They definitely with about 3 minutes left took their foot off the gas and went into the prevent offense. Uh, but it was, it was a really, really good team win, team win there. And Trone texts me during the game that, or when we were announced the starters, that he was kind of excited to see Terrell Gomez come off the bench. And it was a brilliant move by Dutcher because you can see his role when the second unit comes in, he's got to be the one that puts the ball in the basket. The others are going to play defense and play hard, but they don't have a playmaker, and they don't have a guy who can get his own shot like Matt Mitchell. With about six minutes left or so, uh, UCLA cut the lead to seven, and there was a little bit of wariness. There was a TV timeout, and Dutch did a really great thing and went small, and it won the game. You know, they the going small, not the exact lineup of death that I had in my head, but because I thought that Gomez would be out there. But Trey being able to get dribble penetration like that, that made, you know, Gomez's shot making not as important. Because when Trey's getting to the basket, he's either getting a layup or he's getting a shot for somebody else. And I thought that we just did a great job of closing out the game with the small ball lineup. We ran when we had to. A rope played great five defense. Very athletic. Like I said, I think he moved great today. And the Aztecs, in the end, were the significantly better team. We were clearly better on defense. I think at one point UCLA was shooting 29% in the second half. That is the staple that the Aztecs teams, all the Aztec great teams have. They play incredible on-ball, man-to-man defense. And we were scrambling 
tonight, right? A lot of help, a lot of transition defense. They didn't have any transition points. I mean, I don't have the exact numbers in front of me, but it really felt like they didn't have a lot of times where they were streaking down the court in transition. And a lot of that's because we were making shots, but it's also because we get back and, you know, work our ass off to get in position. And it's really important to point out, I want to give Dutch a lot of credit tonight. There were a couple of moments that I really loved. How many times when we took a timeout and we had the ball either out of bounds or under the basket, did that result in points? If I'm not mistaken, there were three times where he called up a play out of bounds and the play worked. The other one that I really am excited about, because this is something that Fisher never did, ever. And this is, there were 50 seconds in the game, okay? We hadn't called the timeout yet, okay? He calls a timeout with 50 seconds in the game. He clearly sets up two plays, okay? And then they score on the first, they get a stop, and they score on the second one. I mean, he did a great job tonight. Very, very impressed with Dutcher. Very impressed with the team as a whole. I mean, that was a fantastic team win. Last year, we had a lot of games where Malachi dragged us through the finish line or where we had a really, really hot player. I mean, just look at the point distribution. 15, 10, 4, 15, 8, 10, 9, 2. Like, those are, that's a very incredibly balanced team. And if SDSU is putting up 70 a night with that equal distribution, they are going to be incredibly tough to beat. SDSU beats the 22nd ranked team in the nation. And as long as we handle business on Friday, you can bet your sweet ass we're going to be ranked. Happy Thanksgiving, Aztec Nation. I love y'all. Stay safe. Go Aztecs.